What's up, creatives? Welcome back to the Flourish Effect podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Anna of lovemichelleanna.com. And today we are going to be discussing the most effective way to engage with your community. This is super important and I'm so excited to talk about it today. But before we get into this week's episode, I want to say thank you. Uh, Over 90 of you guys, of our listeners, have left feedback for the podcast, be it a five-star rating or an actual review. And I just... I love reading you guys' review um, when you leave them. So I'm going to read one of them from Diana CG, but I appreciate all those who have taken the time to even leave a five-star rating. Like, it means so much to me. Uh, Diana CG says, I want to say thank you for your obedience. Woo, child, that's deep. Um, what you've shared, you believe the Lord has created you to do, um, on this earth is what you have done for me with your content in all of your platforms. She then goes on to say, God is revealing you to the world as his daughter. That's so good. My prayer is that God continues to give your strength to remain, to give you strength to remain in him and keep your light shining as he tells us to, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That is so powerful and I so appreciate it. Um, you guys don't understand how much like the feedback has meant to me. Also, we have reached, I don't even know what all these numbers mean, but let's start with Instagram first. We have been growing on IG. We're almost at 2,500 creatives who's decided to follow us on Instagram. We are literally creating an experience for you guys where you feel like you can go to on the daily, daily content uh, being pushed out of there so that you can walk away either educated, um, equipped, uh, inspired, encouraged, and ready to go and show up as the creative that we know that you are. On the other side, you guys know that I am new to this podcast world and everything is different. I'm just like, what does this all mean? And so I was looking at my numbers or the analytics for this podcast and apparently it has been over or almost 5,000 downloads. And We've only been, this is only our fifth episode. This is only our fifth episode and we are literally right there reaching 5,000 downloads. So it's because of you guys. And I see you guys sharing it on Instagram, tagging the Flourish Effect and me. And I am just like mind blown. Like this is literally an effort, um, a weekly effort of not just myself, but those of you, well, I have a team too, but those of you who actually believe in us and tell us what you want. Um, and also just like the downloads that we receive and that we strategize. So definitely follow us on Instagram at the flourish effect underscore. I am so looking forward to the live podcast episode that I'm going to be hosting in August. This is the first time that I'm even sharing that. Um, we will be having a live episode and that's actually going to be like the season finale uh, for the first season. You guys know I'm doing this in seasons, um, as you can tell. And um, I just I just can't wait for that live episode. So I am going to be hosting that on IG live on the Flourish Effect on IG. And uh, just make sure that you guys are following so that you know, and that you receive the notification when we actually do that in August. 
All right, so moving into this week's episode, the most effective way to engage with your community. In short, um, this tool is something that I think is so important to have fundamentally a part of your brand, your organization, your business, whatever you do, whoever you are as a creative. And it's basically storytelling. Last week, I uh, did an episode about, you know, what story are you telling? That was the episode... Uh, title. And I kind of walked you guys through the different levels of stories that you guys are creating. Now, I only provided four, but there's so many more that you guys have actually shared with us, uh, specifically on IG. You've posted our what is my story, what story I'm telling post, and you shared what story you're telling. Some of you have said that you're sharing a story of obedience, sharing a story of victory, sharing a story of transformation, which was one of the uh, one of the things that we actually mentioned. And um, I want you guys to go back to that episode and re-listen to it. And if you haven't already listened to it, um, or if you're actually just listening to us for the first time on this episode, go back and listen to that episode because it really is um, laying down the foundation as to why uh, storytelling is actually indeed very important to show up and to effectively engage with your community, with your audience, with your clients. Now, it's very important that we stop or that we pause and think about what what does that mean? What is effective to you? What does it mean to be effective in the industry that you're in? I recognize that effective for me is, let's say, in the lifestyle influencer world, what's effective is the engagement, right, that that I'm receiving in the comment section and and the feedback that I'm getting from the podcast and um, just like the the testimonials that, that come through from people that have personally worked with me. That is effective um, and that is what I, uh, essentially leverage to show up to my community to let them know that I low-key know what I'm talking about like I low-key know what I'm doing but in order to actually be effective in engaging with your audience you have to define what's even effective to you right what does effective mean in your specific area of expertise, right? So like I mentioned, um, I'm gonna just mention a few examples. You know, is it engaging through conversation in your comment section, right? If I am posting any post on Instagram and I have the capacity to go back and spend maybe 30 minutes or an hour, um, not if I actually reserve that time frame to do that, um, I re- recognize the importance of what it means to engage with them, right? That is effective for my platform. That is effective for my growth. That is effective for the trust that I'm building with those that decide to follow me, right? Um, or is it hosting virtual webinars or consultations? Like I know a lot of people that do calls and and um, gaining those people to actually reserve time to speak with you is effective. How many people you speak to a day when you do clarity calls or consultations, there's a percentage of X amount of people that you talk to that will invest in your program, that will invest in whatever it is that you are talking them through. So that's another form of uh, being effective. Another form of 
or definition, if you will, of being effective in your industry is getting people to buy, right? To buy into and to invest into what you are uh, selling or providing, if it's service, um, whatever it is that uh, you do in your specific industry as a creative. And so that is effective, right? So I wanted to start with what effective meant in order for us to kind of lay the framework or the or the foundation of why story telling is that most effective tool to receive and to gain that engagement. Engagement is gold, y'all. Engagement means that people are trusting you to ask you questions. People are trusting you to have a conversation with you. People are trusting you um, to really like reserve time with you. Um, And that time is expensive. Like time is an investment, right? So, you know, If you want to be effective and cause people to go from point A to point B, you have to essentially know that storytelling will be a fundamental tool to ignite growth in others. Storytelling essentially has skyrocketed me as a content creator. I can create content and be very surface level in the content that I create, uh, but it won't be effective because there won't be engagement. There won't be the level of humanity as it relates to having that engagement and having that conversation. I think storytelling really brings about a level of humanity because guess what? We're all humans, right? You and I, we're all humans. It doesn't matter if we're entrepreneurs, creatives, leaders. At the end of the day, we're all human. And if you can get someone to buy into your humanity, um, to buy into the fact that at, at this level, you have gone through triumphs and growing pains and whatever the case is, and you're telling a story through your brand. And so you may ask me, like for me as an influencer, it works by way of me always tying um, some sort of a partnership that I'm doing or sponsorship and bringing it back to, to home base, right? So if I am um, doing a a sponsorship with a brand that is a furniture brand, let's say. Um, I actually had one of those uh, this this year, earlier this year, when I moved uh, into my new apartment. The way that I positioned my stu- myself in storytelling, um, I had to reverse engineer this. I'm moving. This is a life-changing event. How can I, in this moment, tell the story um, and engage with my audience, with my community, so that they know that, one, this is authentic, that, that they can trust me and they can trust this brand. Remember, we talked about all those things. Integrity, uh, that, that literally is woven into the storytelling, right? So I'm able to then go back partner with this brand and create revenue for myself, right? Because influencers are business owners, right? And as I do business as a content creator, I have to essentially recognize that as I'm partnering and as I'm kind of doing, even developing my own digital products and things like that, I have to remember that I'm telling a story. So another example is uh, the month of July. I, I remember a few days before the month started, 
I was like, God, you know, I really want to focus on something for the month of July, but I really don't know what that is. I want a focus topic. And um, and all of a sudden, like one night, I just could not sleep, y'all. I could not sleep. And God was just downloading supernatural confidence and just really showing up at, at at this level of confidence that doesn't that doesn't anything to do with the surface level confidence um but more so to do with that level of confidence that has to uh that is dealing with identity right understanding who you are i have an episode on here called remember who you are and i think that's one episode that a lot of you guys have continuously gone back to because it's one dealing with identity and so i sat down I'm creating this content for my YouTube and all these different things. And I understand that as a brand, right, as an influencer, there are also levels of confidence that come from exterior things, right? And and doing my hair and, and my makeup and lifestyle and, and all those things. And so those are the things that, that even when I am showing up as an influencer, I have to remember how is this still storytelling? How am I still telling a story by partnering with this brand? And so that's just one example as a lifestyle influencer that I um, that I feel like works so perfectly. Now, let's say you're an organization. Let's say that you provide a service or an experience uh, to your community or your clients. Um, or listeners, or readers, or viewers. Now, this relates to you as well, because you are driving people from point A, where they find your video. So they might be, um, they might feel like they are overweight. They might be feeling like, um, and we're talking about fitness and transformation here in this example. They might feel like, listen, I, I'm just, my confidence is, is just shot. I'm not feeling myself. I need a lifestyle change. I, I really would love to live a healthier lifestyle. I would love to um, lose a little bit of weight, whatever the case is, right? I'm just using this as an example. When they find your video or when they find your content or experience, they are at point A. If they didn't find you at point A, then there is no, uh, there is nothing that that they can leverage or that they can invest into because they haven't seen anything from you. So their point A is already your point that you've positioned yourself, you know your story. So their point A to them is the starting point. And that is that obviously that's not your starting point. You've already developed yourself. You've already shown up. You've already uh, shown up as the influencer that you are. You've already created the content and positioned yourself as a, as a creative that you are. And and you've already developed the solution and the and pioneering a new way for this person. So you're taking this person from their point A to a point B by telling them and sharing the story of either your life, the reviews that you've uh, gained from the people that have watched your videos or experienced your workshops, the testimonials. You're you're walking your community through that point A to point B process. And the reason why they are investing into you um, or the decision that they make to invest into you is because the story that you are telling. So as a fitness guru or instructor, 
like I said, their point A in how they find you is your point Z. You've already done the work. So you're telling them like, all right, I I get you. This is where you are. I understand where you are because I've been where you are. But I'm on the other side of this and I can help you get from point A to point B. This is how. But you cannot get anybody from point A to point B if you don't understand where you stand and where you serve as a storyteller. And so it's important to recognize, like I said, what story you're telling because this is what creates effective engagement in your community. Someone may watch you for a long time. I'm talking about some, they will juice your free content for days, weeks, months. And um, and this is different for everyone. I don't think everyone sits on free content all the time after a certain point, especially if you're positioning yourself to provide a higher level of product or experience or transformation. They will eventually, you know, you got to lead them somewhere, right? You got to lead them somewhere. And if you're not leading them anywhere, they're constantly going to get used to this free Uh, no investment type of thing. But at that level, you are at least providing them with something that they are willing to invest their time in. Do not, I don't care, and I mention this all the time, Someone that decides to follow you is investing time into you. So if you have the capacity, right? And I and I say that because I know as your influence grows, as the creative that you are positioning yourself to be, I don't care if that is in real life, like in your community, or that is virtual, you have to recognize uh, and assess what you have the capacity for. That is very important to build into your day when you are creating videos or you're creating content for Instagram or uh, sending out emails, you're going to get a response. You want to get a response. If you are effectively uh, engaging in telling your story and sharing your story, you are going to create a response. So, Are you ready for that response? Are you ready for the response and the influence that that you positioning yourself as a creative is going to yield you? And so in the meantime, what I love, I love, love, love to do and what I've taught many, many times is you are creating a like a sort of time capsule of content and different experiences and tools for your audience and your community and your clients so that even if right now, you only have 50 people that follow you you are showing up consistently in the way that they need you to show up because you're the expert you're the expert in that area you are the creative that they are seeking uh, the voice to be the voice in their life you have positioned yourself to now 
pioneer. I love that word. I used to not like that word because I feel like it sounded so old and like outdated. But when I read, um, there's this book called the book of Ruth or the Ruth calling or something like that. Actually, let me see if I could see it so I can actually quote it correctly. It is called the Ruth anointing. And I, I read that book and at first I didn't want to read that book because like, you know, if you guys know my story, a lot of people, you know, try to shove the story of Ruth down my throat. And I, I love the girl. I love it. I love it. I think she was bomb. She was amazing. Uh, but anyway, I had finally read it. And one of the things that uh, in the book she mentioned was her pioneering way and her decisive um stance on doing things and going forth with it like if you guys understood the god that we serve there's nothing in this world that will scare you yes you might encounter um moments of fear where you're like oh my god am i gonna do this but it's it's not the spirit of fear right it's not that it's just knowing and and having the reverence of the capacity and the power that you know you have within you so the moment you recognize that man Man, it, it's just a different world. It's a different stratosphere, you know? And so going back to storytelling, I want you to understand that the way that they engage is that it's not just you sharing your woes and your brokenness and your moments where, you know, where it's just pain, but it's also showing up and sharing your triumphs, sharing your wins. I think a lot of um, what I have seen, and this is what I've personally seen, uh, we have this like false humility of, you know, when we show up as creatives, we just want to share the, the, I don't want to say negative things, but we just want to share all the bad things we've been through and how God took us out of that. Glory to God. Like, I'm so glad God took us out of the bad things, but what are the good things that God bought to us or the blessings that God has gifted to us as a result of our obedience, as a result of our steadfastness, as a result of us saying yes to the call on our life without it being a strive without it being a struggle like I think that we should shift the narrative and understand that that glory and and blessings does not equate to how much pain we've been through in our lives it could be just because God is like you know what son you know what daughter I want to bless you I want to increase your influence because you have been faithful because you have been obedient because you have said yes to sharing your story and showing up as the person, as the child that I know that you are. And so when you are um, incorporating storytelling in your brand as a creative and just even in your organization or as a leader, you're adding, like I said, the level of humanity that is effective. Um, I understand that this definitely applies to different industries in different ways. And so I'm kind of just throwing this as a blanket <laughs> uh, because I know that, you know, we've we've got photographers and um, uh, graphic designers and leaders and all different types of people who listen to this podcast and you actually may be somebody who is coming into the knowledge of who you are and how to position yourself and what this all means and what it means to be a creative and so you actually get like the gold from the jump from the very beginning and so a lot although a lot of us are trying to pivot and how to add the level of humanity into um into the ministry that we're doing and or into the brand that we have you have an advantage at the very beginning stages 
to really draft and mold this up into your messaging, into your story, into what you are trying to birth into the world. It's very important and it's very needed. And so when we add that level of humanity in storytelling, it resonates with people. And when something resonates with people, it causes people to to take action. You want people to take action. You don't want just people looking at you. You want to lead people somewhere. And no, it's not all about money and revenue and whatnot. But people who follow me, people who subscribe to me, people who invest into what I create, into the experiences that I allow them to come into, they should leave better than what they came to me with. They should leave so much more equipped and so much clear-minded that I want them to be better than I ever was. That is a true creative. That is a true leader because what you're creating, you never had. And so the reason why you're creating it is because it's something that you've identified that you needed and now others need it. So you answered that and you created it. And oh my gosh, that's so good to me because there are so many things that I look back in my life that I wish I had as a teenager. I wish I had a video about confidence after heartbreak as a teen. I wish I had some of you guys' amazing courses back when I was a teenager or early in my 20s. Oh my gosh, that sounds so weird to say. I just turned 30 this year, and so it's just been... (sighs) I love being 30, but I'm like, oh my God, I can officially say in my 20s. Wow, I'm old, but I'm young. Anyway, so that's what I mean, y'all. Like, literally creating that experience so people know that they are that they can get through what you went through. But the greatest part of all of this is that you're creating an experience, a product, whatever, so that they can get through it faster and with less damage, if you will, and more uh, at a more educated level. How beautiful is that? Now that's selfless. Right. Because sometimes I think what happens is we get into this competition mode and it's like, no, like, remember why you're doing this. You're telling you're sharing a story, your storytelling in the midst of your uh, organization, in the midst of the, the things that you're you're creating and developing and the strategies that you're implementing. There is a storyline here. You know, even even as a financial, let's say a financial advisor or someone who um, helps with finances online and shows up um, as a finance uh, content creator, whatever have you, they are literally able to uh, kind of hit a very sensitive topic in our lives because guess what? We all deal with money. We all at some point have encountered money on a daily basis, whether it be our savings, um, our 401k, um, paying our bills and our rent and like all this stuff. We all have encountered money. And so what happens is we do have this relationship with money, be it a toxic one or a healthy one. So let's say this financial advisor is allowing you to shift your perspective on your relationship with money. How can they do that? By telling the story that you have actually experienced. I was broke one time as well. And maybe even if they were not broke themselves, they have had maybe clients or have witnessed and have experience with people 
at that level of brokenness. <laughs> and they, are, they have been able to transform their client's life by allowing them to recognize the toxic relationship that they have had with money. Man, these examples have been very specific. So if you are someone who is an influencer or aiming to be an influencer or YouTuber or a fitness guru or instructor um, or even a financial advisor, like I really want you to take this episode to heart and really add that level of humanity um, storytelling into your platform, into your messaging and watch the the, the way that uh, you show up um, just become so much more effective and engaging with your community. And I understand, um, going back to the whole capacity thing, um, there was this quote that I saw today that said, you know, you don't have to, as an influencer, you don't have to uh, respond to every comment. You don't have to... um, uh, message someone back after every DM or whatever. And I agree 100%, but I do think it's important to reserve the energy and the capacity to at least touch and reach uh, as many people as you can. You don't have to, but at the bare minimum, these followers or subscribers or readers are investing their time before they invest any sort of money they invested their time to click that follow button and like your picture and comment on your post the least you could do is reserve some sort of time you may not get to everybody you may not get to everybody but reserve a level of capacity to Add that level of humanity into your brand, into your messaging. I cannot, I cannot even um, explain to you or express to you how important that is. And don't get me wrong. Maybe some of y'all <laughs> who are listening maybe have not gotten a response from me or whatever the case is. But please know that that principle also applies. Even if I don't get to you, you as a reader or as a follower have to have that level of understanding as well. Because once you experience a level of influence and get that taste of of um, enlarging your territory, you will also understand that there's a level of character and understanding that you need to have and also uh, display grace, hello, um, have grace on others because no one ever really knew what it felt like to have this level of influence, right? But I think it's so important to make sure that you are engaging, effectively engaging with your community by way of adding that level of humanity in storytelling. I so hope that this episode has been truly helpful. I'm so enjoying being on here on a weekly basis and providing with you or providing you with some of the best things that I have learned um, in my social media marketing career. It's been a few years and I, I just, I love the feedback that I'm getting and even new people that are coming across this content. It means a lot to me. Um, I, uh, I'm a firm believer that you could be a Jesus loving, um, content creating, 
um, I'm here for it all type of influencer because I'm doing it and I'm loving it and I get to do this full time. So I hope that this, like I said, this episode has been uh, helpful for you. If you guys have any notes or if you want to screenshot this episode and share it on your IG or wherever on social media, make sure that you tag us and make sure you tag me. I would love to repost you guys' notes or screenshots or content that you're creating. I want to see you guys do amazing things. That is the foundation of the Flourish Effect. I want to see you flourish in your soul, in your business, and in your relationships. Thank you guys so much for listening in on this week's podcast episode, and we will meet again next week.